I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, uh, we're still watching Remembrance of the Daleks. I'm still recovering from the special weapons Dalek turning a gate into splinters. Um, the gigantic explosion. Boom. Um, so good. Uh, so Ratcliffe uh, grabs the time controller, which the Daleks have been trying to hook up to the hand of Omega um, because... You know, he's noticed that the Imperial Daleks and the Renegade Daleks are shooting at each other. So he's like, oh, I'm going to sneak in and grab this. Um, uh, the little girl has clocked him, though, and she zaps him with her Star Wars Emperor lightning fingers. That's the only way I can think to explain it. You know, the Emperor in Star Wars, like, zaps lightning at Luke and Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's like... There was oh there was a video game where you got that power that I played ages ago. Was it what was that called? The Force something? I can't remember. Star Wars. It wasn't The Force Awakens. That was the seventh movie. Um, anyway, it was a video game. It was a PlayStation Three maybe, and you got like you got to have Emperor Lightning Fingers. Um, you were you played like Darth Vader's uh, trainee. What are they called? In, in Star Wars, they've got a name. Um, assistant. <laughs> anyway, you learn how to do force lightning out of your out of your fingers. Um, it was it was a fun game. I remember enjoying that. I've been playing the other Star Wars game at the moment, the new one, the Jedi Survivor, which I also enjoy because um, you get to customize your lightsaber, and I can have a pink one. <laughs> got a problem um <laughs> wearing a cape at the moment too in my game i'm like oh look at me with my cape and my pink lightsaber look out <laughs> watch out empire i'm coming for you um anyway <laughs> so the little girl's got lightning fingers um 
and uh, so after she zaps Ratcliffe, Mike picks up the time controller and nicks off with it. Um, and the special weapons Dalek just keeps blowing up Renegade Grey Daleks, like just to nothing, like just to smoldering piles of dust, like, pew. oh, that special weapons Dalek. It's, where has it been all my life? I love it. <laughs> I remember feeling like that in the 80s, just like, oh, man, where is, I, it's the first episode of this one, a Dalek went up some stairs, amazing, uh, and now we've got like a Dalek that can blow things to smithereens, like to gigantic exploding smithereens. It's so good. Um Back at the school, Rachel and Allison are carrying a TV downstairs to the cellar. Like, uh, it's TVs back in those days were heavy. I know they're heavy now, but that's because they're the size of your apartment. Um, like, ours is like a whole wall. Uh, but back in those days, like, even a small television was a heavy bit of equipment. It was like, ugh. Um, and Rachel and Allison are whining about, uh, you know, like, oh, we thought our help was needed in a technical area rather than physical labor, which is weird. It's like, why didn't the doctor get, like, some of the squaddies to do it? Or are they off looking for Mike, I suppose? Um, the doctor is fannying about with Christmas lights that are hanging out of the transmat or the fiber optics. Someone's NBN. Um, uh, and Rachel wants to know why the Daleks are fighting each other. Like, you know, what, what's going on? So Ace explains to her that Daleks are into racial purity and the blobby renegade Daleks don't think the Imperial bionic Daleks are pure enough. Um, Alison is amazed that the Doctor can rewire alien machinery and the Doctor's just like, yeah, i got 900 years experience. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for a while, love. <laughs> That's what I always say when, I do, when I'm doing things. I'm like, yeah, I've done this a couple of times. I'll be all right. Um, on the bridge of the Dalek ship in space, uh, the order is given to bring back the hand of Omega. So the Imperial Daleks, who with the the you know the help of their special weapons dalek have overcome the resistance of the renegades uh they leave the yard with the hand of omega following along obediently floating behind them like they don't need to hold it up with their sucker arms because you know like the doctor didn't need to carry it the only people that needed to carry it were radcliffe's men and maybe they didn't know that it didn't need to be carried <laughs> Or because the Doctor programmed it not to go with the Imperial Daleks it was resisting. Oh, I had another theory. This happens sometimes in this podcast. I know, it's amazing. But yeah, maybe the, the reason the, the, the guys that Radcliffe hired had to lift it and put it in the truck is because the Doctor said, only go with the Imperial Daleks and float along behind them. Don't. Like, the Renegades, I don't want them to have you. And so it was like kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to make it. Not going to make it easy for them. I'll be heavy. Um, <laughs> I do love the idea of <laughs> the hand of Omega just going, I'm being heavy now. <laughs> Look at me. I'm weighing kilos. <laughs> um, uh, Ace and the Doctor um, see Mike with the time controller sneaking, in the, sneaking away. And so the Doctor tells Ace to follow him. Uh, the Daleks take the hand of Omega into the shuttle. Um, at the school and then it takes off and watched by the doctor who smiles and then tips his hat in a kind of, you know, hey, thanks. That's exactly what I wanted. And Ace sees it flying overhead and says, wicked. Um, it's one of her annoying traits. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's a fun catchphrase when you're a kid 
uh, I was I was a teenager at the time, like and and almost you know legally able to drink. I mean, I had been drinking already, um, <laughs> but I was almost of age where that was not a problem anymore. Um, but yeah, I was you know I probably thought I was too cool for people to say wicked. I was like, oh god. Also, her name was Ace. It was like. Oh, my God. So cringy. I mean, really. <laughs> I was very trendy. Um, but, you know, now here I am as an adult. And I'm like, no, it's hilarious fun. What do you, What's wrong with you, teenage Adam? <laughs> what's wrong with you, you crazy, you know, almost adult? Um, look, I was, you know. I mean, I still, I still was desperately into Doctor Who. I was drawing pictures <laughs> for the covers of the VHSs that I was recording. Um, but, you know, you know, when you get to those older teen years, you're just like everything you loved as a kid, you decide was terrible. And, you know, I just never quite let go entirely. Uh, and then now I'm still deep in it. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm way both feet right in Doctor Who world. Um Anyway, uh, while Ace is saying wicked, the little girl is skipping down the street. Oh, no. Ace doesn't know that she's the evil monster, that she's the, you know, the Dalek's pawn, um, and that she's got Emperor Lightning fingers. Uh, In the cellar, uh, the doctor says his plan is a surprise. Um, okay. Uh, on the Dalek ship, the shuttle docks and the Hand of Omega is put into the control circuit. And in the cellar, the Doctor contacts the Daleks via the TV that's plugged into the transmat and says he's President-elect of Gallifrey, keeper of the legacy of Rassilon, protector of the laws of time. Um, and the Emperor Dalek says, so, Doctor, you've changed again. And then the Emperor Dalek, who, you know, we have established is a... a big bowl-headed thing. Um, his bowl rolls back. His dome flips back. And inside is Davros! What? Just when I think I couldn't have another surprise in this episode, there's a Davros inside the Emperor? Oh, this is amazing. Oh, I remember being completely blown away. Because I was, at that point, frustrated that Davros was always in a Doctor Who story, in a Dalek story. So I was like, oh, I've had enough of Davros. Um, get back to just being Dalek stories. Because, you know, I, you know, as a kid, I read a lot of the old Dalek books. Like, so the first and second Doctor stories. Like, you know, I really wanted to know how that all worked. Like, even... Um, the couple of Dalek stories during the third Doctor era, there was no Davros. He turned up during Tom Baker's era. But ever since then, there's all like Davros is in all of them. Um, and this one looked like it was not going to have Davros in it. And it didn't. Like it looked like Davros might have been the little girl in the chair, but then that turned out to be the little girl. So when Davros turns up, you know, right here in part four, I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine with the Emperor being Davros because he hasn't been dominating the entire story the entire time. Uh, he's just kind of turned up right at the end. Oh, my God. Davros. Just out of nowhere. Being, sneakily being the Emperor the whole time. Oh, so much excitement. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah. this I, I, I don't know why, but this episode, well, these four episodes, they just seem to kind of like hit all these perfect notes. Um, when it comes to 
nostalgia and but still being a kind of exciting and fun and adventurous story it's just I love it um, alright I'll continue loving it in the next episode planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.